0: To Healthy and Happy, a program sponsored by the Easter Maker Conference of Seventh-day Adventists and aired right here on NCUFM. It is your education and of course your wellness station. And we have so much in store for you this week, so you can't go anywhere. Seriously, grab your snacks, your popcorn, your veggie tofu, sit back, relax, and enjoy. I'm your host at Jonas Murphy. We'll be right back.
1: He is exalted the king is exalted on
0: Thank you for keeping it locked to ncu It's 91.1, 91.3 and 91.5 only on your FM dial. It's your education and wellness station and we thank you so very much for keeping it locked to healthy and happy. It's of course sponsored by the East Jamaica Conference of Seventh-day Adventists and aired right here on this station. Now, I am absolutely happy. I am excited. I'm ecstatic because I have with me Dr. Lorenia Muir-Green. And Dr. Muir-Green is from the West Well, she serves right now in the western part of Jamaica, and she's a dermatologist. Dr. Green, welcome to Healthy and Happy. How are you doing? Hi, Adi. Thank you for having me. I'm doing well. Wonderful, And Doc is joining us via Zoom on the radio. Technology is absolutely powerful. You know, Doc, we just ended a series on some of the chronic diseases that affects us, especially right here in Jamaica. We looked at the top 10 causes of deaths in Jamaica, published by a 2019 report from healthdata.org. And, you know, I said to myself, um, along with a very good friend of mine, we probably should do another in the series of programs. And we thought of issues of the skin. And so who better to get than you know the learned Dr. Lorenium, your green dermatologist to come and speak with us about some of the common skin issues that we face from time to time. Today we're going to be focusing on eczema yes eczema otherwise called by Jamaicans in Jamaica and outside of Jamaica exeba right (laughs) so before we get into it though i want you to talk to us a little bit about um how you got into uh, practicing medicine specifically uh zooming into this area this field dermatology
2: well when i did my first degree in chem and biochemistry i loved cosmetic chemistry and i wanted to actually specialize in that but they didn't have a lot of masters or anything like that in cosmetic chemistry. So I applied for medical school and I got in and I really fell in love with dermatology and it kind of goes tandem with the cosmetic chemistry. I knew that from a long time before I even went into anything tertiary education that I was always interested in here. Mm-hmm. and hair care especially hair care for natural hair at the time because I was going back natural and <laughs> I, I do hair care for every every single race it doesn't matter and when I finished my school I went and did my master's in dermatology and then I got through for a fellowship in hair loss mm-hmm. in Canada and that's how the trajectory the path I've, I've taken
0: and um and here I am so how long yeah. you been doing this now about what seven years I- 12 years
2: So I've been working in dermatology for about 12 years and I've been fully trained in dermatology about eight years and my hair loss specialty six years. I've been doing that.
0: Okay. Now, I know you just kind of piqued the interest of our listeners. You know, lots of persons are losing their hair, doc, and they're trying to figure out, you know, uh, how should I fix this? Should I put a wig over it? Should I, you know, this, that, that. But persons who are listening now are going to be very much educated, not on hair loss. We're going to touch that another week. Today, we're going to be focusing on eczema. No, I'm not a, a chemistry lover at all nor am I a biology lover but I did do bio at one point in my life and I heard that the skin is the largest organ. Talk to me about the skin and some of the um, complexities of this large organ.
2: Well yes indeed the skin is the largest organ and it is actually the first defense for Your immune system. Mm -hmm. So you actually have cells floating around in your skin that are actually the first line of defense of your immune system. Of course, you know, the skin does temperature regulation. It helps with the sensory perception for touch. It also helps with just general keeping your their, everything inside, so your muscles, all your your fat and all of those things. So it has a lot of functions that we take for granted. Of course, from a societal perspective, it also, you know, it's a, a sense of attractiveness. So different mm-hmm. persons consider different skin attractive. And, of course, an extension of your skin is your hair and your nails. And so, of course, a lot of persons put a lot of effort in the, um, the hair and nails to attract, you know, other people and you know or to give themselves some sort of self-importance so you know a, a certain type of person usually wears a hair a certain way that kind of thing so the skin has both physiological as well as societal functions
0: okay so how does eczema fit into the whole scheme of things
2: okay so eczema is actually a broad term it's actually skin irritation or inflammation of the skin And you can have eczema of any area of the skin. So, And you can get it at any time in your life. So a lot of people, a lot of my adults will come in like they're 60-year-olds. Doc, I never had any problem with my skin. All of a sudden, And I'm telling you, yes, you can have eczema right up until you're about to die. It tends to be for different things. So if you are at work and you're always washing your hands, Mm -hmm. um, like some of my chefs or persons who work a lot in water, Mm -hmm. they end up with what we call irritant contact eczema or allergic contact eczema, depending on, especially like your mason men, Mm -hmm. allergic contact eczema, they get a lot of from the exposure to the cement and other persons getting irritant contact from water. So that is a type of eczema that we see quite often. But the one that everybody, when everybody gets there, you know, I have eczema, most <laughs> people are actually referring so to. So atopic eczema is actually very relatively common condition. What atopy is, is an actually increased sensitivity to the things around us. Hmm. So it, there's an atopic triad, which is, eczema atopic eczema allergic rhinitis which everybody in jamaica calls sinus Mm -hmm. and um there's also asthma okay so those three things usually go together and uh, one person can start off with eczema as a baby Mm -hmm. and then eventually gradually um develop um allergic rhinitis or sinus problems Mm -hmm. and then eventually develop atopic eczema so um It tends to run in families. A lot of times you have a child who has really bad eczema and he asks the the parents and they say, yes, I I have sinus problem and I have um, another person have asthma. Mm -mm. So it tends to run in the family. And what happens is that these persons have an excessive sensitivity to regular things in the environment. And so when I tend to explain to persons that atopic eczema is not an milk allergy which is we're going to get into that it's not everybody a what? repeat that for me it's not a milk allergy a lot of people <laughs> coming doc it's milk and i said right. no it's not a milk allergy and i stopped giving the children milk mm-hmm. they unsaw everything and they're still having the same problem because guess what it's not a milk allergy oh wow um so how i explain it to people is that atopic eczema is the skin manifestation of asthma
0: so the mm. same
2: triggers for asthma mm-hmm. give, give the same trigger for
0: atopic eczema. So hold on, doc. So let's break it down now. I mm-hmm. i am asthmatic. I also mm-hmm. have eczema, and I have allergic rhinitis. So I am the perfect um, uh, example right now. Uh, but right. but our, let's say uh, perfume, because perfume is an allergen, especially for many mm-hmm. a- asthmatics. You're telling me that right. perfume can also be an allergen to the skin?
2: Yes, it is. So basically what happens is that... These persons are allergic to dust, Mm -hmm. dust mites, pollen, grass, Mm -hmm. your scented items. So all your perfume and the scented items, don't even have to touch them. Mm -hmm. I've had a patient who walked into a room that was just painted. Mm -hmm. And because you inhaled the allergen, because the fume, paint fumes were so permeated in the air, Mm -hmm. that allergen and they broke out into the, the eczema the eczema flared up significantly, mm. right? You can be allergic to the scented items and animal hair. So those are the common mm. triggers, right? And the, with respect to the food allergy part, which is like less than 10% of persons with um, atopic eczema actually have a food-associated allergy.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: the common ones are soy, in, you know everybody thinking dairy, mm-hmm. dairy, soy, um, citrus fruits. I've had some patients that I give the child orange and them start to break out. Yes, I've seen that.
3: Uh-huh. Egg
2: plus or minus dairy. I mean uh, No, sorry. Egg plus uh-huh. or minus chicken, um, fish plus or minus
0: seafood. What about nuts? Yes. Uh-huh.
2: So peanuts plus or minus um, yeah. tree nuts. So your cashew, uh-huh. your. Um, your walnut, your almonds. <laughs> Right, you can be allergic to that.
0: It's interesting that you're saying this now because I had a a conversation with my cousin about two nights Mm -hmm. ago and he was saying, you know, um, oranges can affect your sinus. And I'm like, no, brother, orange can not affect my sinus. Um, Orange is good for me, it's vitamin C. But I think, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes there are some triggers that we're unaware of that affects or... Is it safe to say allergies of the skin? Can I call eczema that in a very broad sense? It's an allergy of the skin. Sure. Right. So, so you're saying to me that there are certain triggers, food, food triggers, non-dairy related that may affect us and we're not even aware. Yeah.
2: So what I tell persons when they come in is that don't, don't take the child off anything.
0: Mm-hmm. If
2: you do the child, that's a breakout. And it's not a day later. A lot of people say, oh, she had um this two days. ago." Like, no, it's literally within the next half an hour. Do you mm-hmm. eat the food? No. And within the um, next two hours, you start to break out. It's oh. not days later. You mm-hmm. will know. The, the The child would even tell you. I've had children come and tell you, "Yes, I'm allergic to this." And mm-hmm. the parents said, "No," sir. and I said, "And the child is telling me when I ate this, I broke out." <laughs> so um, they they know. You you will know.
0: You You mentioned earlier, Doc, that atopic eczema, asthma, allergic rhinitis, you know they tend to Mm -hmm. form a triad. Uh, Is it that if you're diagnosed with one, the likelihood of the others existing is there? Or is it that you will most likely have all three? I don't know if I asked the question correctly. So in other words, if I'm asthmatic, Uh will I also have allergic rhinitis and eczema, atopic eczema? Or is it that they are just likely to be present? You're more likely to get it, but it doesn't mean that you will develop it. Okay. All right. I'm enjoying this discussion with Dr. Lorenia Muir-Green. She's a dermatologist, and we're focusing on skin issues. Yes, the first in a three-part series, Issues of the Skin topic eczema or should i just say eczema yes that's our focus for today so of course you know we have so much more to get into because doc i want to find out i want to find out more about how we go about diagnosing eczema how do we diagnose this
2: well for the diagnosis it's more from a clinical perspective you don't actually have to do any biopsy, skin biopsies which most dermatologists we have a tendency to do a lot of skin biopsies so really clarify because a lot of things can present looking similar, mm-hmm. similarly. Um, but atopic eczema is typically the same set of symptoms that people get. So you can get rashes. As a baby, you usually get these rashes on the cheeks, you get it on the, the elbows and the knees and on the tummy and the neck. Mm-hmm. As you yeah. get older, it starts to come in. You get the rashes mainly in the elbow creases and the backs of the knees and along and sometimes people get the rashes on the belly and the back and sometimes you can get these like you get these little bumps these individual hair bumps all over we call that follicular eczema mm-hmm. and it's a specific variant of atop, atopic eczema seen a lot in mm-hmm. black people and um as you get older you actually Kinda of change from the atopic eczema, or um, or in addition to the atopic e- eczema, you start getting hand eczema with, and foot eczema, which is where things that you touch on a regular basis become easily sensitive, and you develop rashes on those in
0: those areas Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i'm wondering sometimes you know newborns especially uh they're Mm -hmm. born they may have you know little small bumps on Mm -hmm. their skin neonatal acne it's a term i've heard before is it similar to atopic eczema is it the same thing is it that neonatal acne develops into
2: not the same thing at all at all Mm -hmm. some believe it's due to the hormones from the mother and some also believe that it actually some develops from um a fungal infection of the skin but that's another story. A big debate in in, in dermatology at the moment. Mm-hmm. But um, it's not. It has nothing to do with eczema at all, and it usually goes away by itself within a few weeks. In any case,
3: mm-hmm. okay. Um,
2: but with respect to atopic eczema, it is a, it's usually inherited, and those patients are actually they actually have an issue with their skin. They they're lacking several proteins and. The skin is like a basket weave. So if you look at our basket it's tightly, you know, woven together
3: mm-hmm.
2: in those persons because those proteins are lost, that the weave is kinda of loose. And so what happens is that the skin gets drier much more easily. So that a lot of persons they may not have the big you know, those rashes in between the in the elbow creases or behind the knees, but instead they have a just chronic dry skin instead sort of dry and dry and ashy all the time. Uh, mm-hmm. And or they will stay almost insensitive. You know, the brush gains something and they start to rush up. Mm-hmm. So those are the persons who tend to have that atopic eczema kind of situation.
0: Mm-hmm. You mentioned some of the signs earlier for atopic eczema, mm-hmm. but can we go through some of them?
2: All right. So signs, generally itchy, very itchy skin, um, very itchy, dry skin. And um, persons have these, what mm-hmm. we call thickened, in, well, in acute eczema, you can have these um, actually water bumps, which you know a lot of people think is infection, but it's actually an acute form of the eczema. And you get these water bumps in the areas, in the neck, um, the elbow creases, the backs of the knees, um, on the hands, on the belly, on the back. And then as it becomes more chronic, um, persons, the skin starts to get very dry and rough. And what we call lichenification in medicine, which is where it starts to look, you know, you start seeing the skin lines showing up. So it, um, normally you don't really see the skin lines. Well, mm-hmm. with this, it becomes very, because of the constant rubbing and scratching, the skin, starts, the, the skin markings become very obvious. Mm-hmm. Those are the main symptoms and the main signs. I mean, when I am looking at the skin, that is what I see. Um, but in terms of what the patients experience, they will say that, okay, I know that around Christmas time, my eczema flares up because the time gets colder. Or some persons say that they flare up around the summertime because mm-hmm. they can either flare up with the heat or with the cold. And some persons flare up with when it is the pollinating se- um, season. So when mango season comes and everybody, you know, um, all the pollen is out, a lot of people's eczema flare up.
0: Mm-hmm. So what's the, what's the treatment then for these flare-ups when they occur? Is it um, go to the counter and get some hydrocortisone?
2: Okay, so the, the, what we typically do is a, a fully holistic a- approach, which is where we start off with the soap that you're bathing with. So you'd actually want to use a scent-free, dye-free um, soap substitute. A lot of people come across the emulsifying ointment. Um, which is an oily, greasy thing where you actually have to melt it out in a warm water and bathe in that water. Mm-hmm. Or you use one of those soaps that are scent-free or die-free, like the original dog or the original cat steel. Mm-hmm. And um, then you must, 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 must moisturize the skin. I cannot emphasize how important that is. They've, up to four, five, six times a day, you must use the moisturizer. And it should be scent-free, dye-free. Most of persons would have experience using glycerin in AKS cream. That's the most basic of lotions out there that people can use. And I can't emphasize it enough. Lotion is skin. And if it still got dry within five minutes, put on some Vaseline on top of it. and <laughs> it like, oh, It's absolutely necessary. Mm-hmm. And then what we do, the hydrocortisone, if you, you just start, you know, you can start using it. Because, you know, it's over-the-counter, you can buy that. But if it's not helping you out, then you'll have to use something stronger, and you'll have to see a doctor for that.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And, of course, take anti itch medication. So you have to take your DPH or your histal or any of those anti each medication, like a Claritin, because once you start scratching, the rest worsens. Right. So you need to quieten the sensation to scratch mm-hmm. and then it in, will improve over time
0: so what about those persons who live you know with lots of mosquitoes around them because you know mosquitoes can be i call them allergens that's what i call them because mm-hmm. they bite you and you're tempted to scratch how, how do people deal with stuff like that
2: well persons who have um an allergy to insect bites that condition called popular urticaria so they're not only allergic to mosquitoes but they're allergic to um Ants, ticks, fleas, sandflies, grass flies, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, ticks. I had said before, and ant bites, right? And basically, when they get bitten, one bite gives twenty bumps.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So everybody thinking is, oh, each bump is a bite. No, it's one bite gives a lot of bumps. So it's an allergy, and it's a very. It can be very intense if they get a lot of bites one time.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And um, essentially, what those persons have to do is just. Not get bitten. Wow. So if you know are allergic <laughs> to mosquito bites, mm-hmm. you need to put on the mesh, you need to put on the mosquito net, you need to put on the um the, the, the long sleeve, long pants, especially on the, the times when the mosquitoes come out, mm-hmm. lock up the doors when the mosquitoes come out and wear insect repellent if necessary, or use the repellent, the coil, or something like that.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm just saying, these musketers are a little bit different still. But um, point, point noted, point noted, we'll take all the precautionary measures, of course. Dr. Muir Green, I am sure, you know, lots of persons listening who may have challenges in this particular area. They may suffer from eczema and they're grateful for the information. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with them, necessary bits of info that they need to know as we prepare to wrap up?
2: One thing they need to know is that it usually gets better with time. If the child is looking really bad, take them to see um, a specialist as soon as possible because what happens is that everybody loses sleep. The child can't sleep at night. Um, The parent is with the child trying to soothe the child. A lot of times they end up missing school very often um, because, you know, it, it's just very miserable. Try not to use as many of, we love to use a, a lot of bushes, you know, boil tea and bathe them in that. Sometimes some of them are useful, some of them are not always good and they actually aggravate them more. They mm-hmm. so have to be very careful with um, the home remedies. But like I said, if you lotion as much as possible, you will see a drastic improvement how the patient's skin looks. And then on top of that, I shouldn't forget, be careful of the scented... Lotions? Soap powder. No, man, the soap oh. powder. Yes, oh, yes, the soap yes, powder yes, yes, and the yes, detergent. Because yes. mm-hmm. a lot of people use, love wonderful smelling stuff Mm -hmm. and you know when it's sweat because the detergent does not get out of your um clothing Mm -hmm. when it's sweat it actually deposits into your skin and it can aggravate somebody's um skin who has atopic eczema and has seen that many many times so you have to be careful for that as well so you have to look at all the potential triggers Mm -hmm. and try to eliminate them as much as possible and use the products as quickly as possible so that life gets a bit easier for you
0: Dr. Lorenia Muir Green, thank you so very much for stopping by right here on Healthy and Happy, sharing wonderful bits of useful information for those of us who suffer. From, you know, oh, yes, who suffer from <laughs> from eczema. Uh, she's a dermatologist, and we're we're grateful, Doc, for your presence on this program. We know that it's not your last time. You're going to be joining us for the second in the three part series, and also the third in the three part series, as we focus on issues of the skin. For those of you who are are listening in, of course you know healthy and happy continues to keep you informed educated and of course in the know as it relates to matters of your health doc any parting words as we go
2: i just want to say always be keen on your skincare because as much as everybody thinks that is just something that is not that much of an issue but i we see how much um people's quality of life is affected by their skin when things go wrong So never just wait it out. Try to get it treated as soon as
0: possible. Thank you very much, Doc. Try to get treated as soon as possible. We want to say thank you to those of you who are tuning in to this blessed station. NCU FM 91.13 and 5 only on your FM dial. It's your education and wellness station. We want to thank you in a very special way, our technical team. Brandon, our engineer for this evening. Thank you so very much. And of course, Elder Errol Vaz in the background. I see Jev as well, is it? I'm not sure. Yes, it is. Jeb, and of course Elda Castell and the wider communication team we say thanks a whole lot until next week same time same place God's willing I'll see you again well of course you'll hear me again and I'll keep you company I'm Adi's Jonas Murphy God's richest blessings
1: cause Jesus said he'd meet us someday <laughs> down by the riverside can I get a witness up in here they and do My three month old baby needs can't you feel what I'm going through? Clock on the wall keeps ticking, talking, no stopping. And somebody's knocking, Hold the door the to the needle. Brother, I can't take no more. So with my knees, I hit the floor. And say, look, the cheese, help me, Well, come on, y'all. Yeah. Let's go down my river side. Everybody right, I'm gonna meet you down there, my brother Leave your problems all behind That's right, my sister, I'm gonna see you down there You can rest trouble. Brother. That's right, that's right, come on and get your joy out Everybody. Let me say it one more time Everybody Let's go down. So I want to right here. Now listen, I know sometimes troubles come Everybody goes through the storm and the rain But listen, weeping may endure for a night But how many of y'all know that shower Cometh in the morning I need a witness something here ah! That's right, that's right Come on everybody Yeah, 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 yeah Come on and get your praise on Where you gonna rest it? Where you gonna rest Let's sing one more time, fam. Ah! Let's go down by the river side. Are you coming? Are you coming with us? Come on. Leave your problem from behind. That's right, we're walking into a new thing. You'll be right somewhere. Uh huh, when go right that family. Uh huh, uh huh. Well. The river side. Oh, what you say wow. now? <laughs> oh, I bet you're going to say it again. Wow. I bet you won't say it another time. So this is what I want you to do. Put your hands together, and this is what we're going to do right here. Uh, family. There's a blessing in the morning, y'all. Out, out by the riverside. Good see one now. Yes, he yeah, has. He oh the yes, he has. Now. Wow. The yes, he